Welcome to this week's sermon at Village Presbyterian Church. At Village, we seek to be shaped by the life of Christ, to practice authentic friendship, and serve the world. You're invited to join us at either our Mission Campus or our Antioch Campus. For now, we hope you hear a word for your own life in this sermon. Friends, let's pray. God, we give you thanks for your word. We ask now that you come to us to open our hearts and our minds for what you would have for us in it this day. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Friends, hear this reading from Psalm 136, verses 23 to 25. It is God who remembered us in our low estate, for his steadfast love endures forever, and rescued us from our foes, for his steadfast love endures forever, who gives food to all flesh, for his steadfast love endures forever. Friends, the grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God shall endure forever. Amen. So pop quiz today. I want you to put away your calendar, your watches. If you're watching this on your phone, don't cheat. I have a quick question for you. What is today's date? Without looking, what is today's date? Did you know it? If you did, you're doing better than I typically am. Without the rhythms of school and work and going to church on Sunday, especially Easter, it's all starting to get a little blurry, isn't it? Even the seasons can't make up their mind right now. Winter and spring are duking it out. Plus, we're all a bit preoccupied right now. We're worried, we're not sleeping well. We're starting to get a little antsy indoors. We're trying to learn new tricks in the midst of all that, like using Zoom and sewing masks and even teaching algebra. God bless you if you are teaching algebra right now. It's hard to keep it all straight, hard to hold it all together, hard to remember everything we feel like we need to remember right now. And that, friends, makes us feel not only socially, but emotionally and spiritually isolated as well. So I want you to hear, really hear the good news from our scripture reading for today. God has not forgotten you. You are not alone. God is with you and for you, even especially when you are at your lowest, when you are your most vulnerable, when you are grieving the loss of what was. God remembered us in our low estate, the psalmist writes. That is, God remembered and remembers us when we are at our lowest and God rescues us and sustains us. Now, some of you might be wondering, 
So wait, if you're saying that God remembers us, does that mean that at some point God forgets us? Fair question. The short answer is no. When scripture says that God remembers, it is telling us that God draws upon the past to answer the needs of the present and provide hope for the future. Probably the most famous example of this is when God remembers the covenant with Abraham as a reason to free Hebrew slaves in Egypt and then to lead them to a land of abundance. God remembers rescues, and then provides, drawing upon the past to answer the needs of the present and provide hope for them in the future. And when we are at our most vulnerable, our most in need, our most in trouble, God remembers, rescues, and provides for us as well. This is part and parcel of who God is and just one facet of God's steadfast love, his fierce and unending love for all of creation. Friends, the world needs the church to love like that right now. So now is the time when we need to remember like God does. We don't remember just to reminisce but to see the past, the good and the bad, the beautiful and the brutal, in order to direct our actions in the present and make a better future. Moving forward, we will be tempted, all of us, to block out the hard memories of this time, but there are things, there are people and events that we must remember. Most certainly those that we have lost and those who are forced to mourn them from a distance, those who have recovered and for whom rehab will continue in the weeks and months ahead, those who have had to delay necessary medical procedures and other care during the time of COVID-19, and those for whom this whole experience has been traumatizing. We must remember them. We also have to remember black Americans who have experienced the horrors of COVID-19 at a rate much higher than white Americans. The current theory is that pre-existing conditions, historically more prevalent in black Americans than white, are the cause of this disparity. But friends, we have to come to terms with what gave rise to those pre-existing conditions, like the fact that Fresh food in black communities is often hard to find. Black communities are often food deserts because 40 acres and a mule just wasn't enough to overcome the evils of chattel slavery and Jim Crow. We have to remember that people of color lost trust in our medical system as they became the unwitting test subjects for medical experimentation throughout the 20th century. We need to remember that being black in America during the time of coronavirus meant that you faced a much higher chance of dying. After we remember, we act to change that morbid injustice in the present so that all have a future filled with justice and renewed life. 
I hope we'll remember that being a person in power and a leader are not necessarily the same thing. We've seen plenty of failure by those in power, those who only look and sound the part, those who place ideology over human well-being, and those who are put in charge only because they raise their hands first. We have seen that. But we've also seen leaders of high character and capabilities step up to the challenge. The already exhausted scientists, doctors, nurses, working to save lives and stop the spread through education, and then volunteering in hot zones. The neighbors organizing dinners and driveways, stuffed animal hunts in the neighborhood, and meals for those who are struggling during this time. Navy captains who put their crew ahead of their career. And here at Village Church, folks who have stepped up to care in new ways for people in mind, body, and spirit. We've seen the pretenders and the ideologues falter, but we have also seen the real deal leaders care for their communities. May it cause us to rethink our views about what makes for a good leader in the present and may that guide us in our future. I hope every single day, every single day, we remember those with ongoing needs. Social distancing has required some significant changes by all of us, but there was a hot minute in there when we couldn't decide if those changes would be worth it. There was a very loud subset in our country treating older folks, the chronically ill and the immunocompromised, as if they were utterly disposable, asking if it was not more reasonable to sacrifice them on the altar of the economy. I'm glad we chose social distancing. I don't know if the soul of our nation could have recovered had we made the other choice. We shouldn't forget that part of our past to see how the ailing and aged are treated in the present so that we can change our prejudices in the future. Finally, friends, we must remember the economically vulnerable. We can recover from the economic toll that distancing has caused, but it will take time. So we have to remember to struggle through this together. That means caring for business owners, searching for ways to keep their workers employed, for those who are a part of corporations with restructuring plans always at hand, and most certainly those struggling to pay bills and feed their families. Before COVID-19 reached America, we knew there was another crisis lurking. Countless Americans living paycheck to paycheck as the cost of basic needs continued to rise. People who could not handle one emergency expenditure. That warning, a warning that we heard over and again, became reality when COVID-19 arrived. So we cannot forget those who will be climbing out of a hole in the months and the years to come. So if you've got a ladder to share, now's the time. 
And if you need a ladder, don't be ashamed. You didn't dig this hole. Friends, we cannot let each other fall between the cracks. So we have to remember each other and change our present so that we all might have a better tomorrow. In these trying times, there is good news. God remembers, rescues, and provides for all of us when we are at our lowest, even in the valley of the shadow of death. God draws upon the past to answer the needs of the present and give hope for the future. God has not forgotten you. God is with you and God is for you. You are not alone in this. It is that truth that sustains us and challenges us to do likewise every day. It might feel like a big task in the midst of the confusion, the grief and lament of this moment, but I truly believe that remembering, rescuing, and providing will help us find our way through the pain and questions of this moment. Today we will gather around our tables to celebrate the Lord's Supper and to hear Jesus' words yet again. Remember me. So let us remember. Let us remember his life, his ministry to the vulnerable and the hurting, his death and resurrection. Let us not forget the way that he, even he, remembered the past and to the present and changed our future. And then, friends, let us go and do likewise. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon at Village Presbyterian Church. Learn more about us at villagepres.org. And we invite you to join us again next week.